Welcome to the Prime Leadership Podcast, where we keep you informed about the newest trends and discussions in the UK engineering and manufacturing sector. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Prime Workforce, dedicated to assisting leaders in engineering and manufacturing across the UK in recruiting the right talent for their leadership and management needs. Visit prime-workforce.co.uk. This week, I'm delighted to be joined by Brent Giles. Brent's an experienced operations consultant within the food industry across the UK. Brent, how are you? Very good. And you? Good. I'm good. Can you give my listeners an insight into your background and experience before we get started? Um, I think one of the main things I'm in Tipperdy in New Zealand, like all good New Zealanders, you come back to the motherland, and which I did. And that's where my experience really started with... Um, Within the baking industry and the food industry, I worked in quite a few multiples. I was fortunate enough to um, get supplier of the year with Tesco's, best manufacturer, a lot of taste awards, and being involved heavily in uh, continuous improvement. Okay, good, good. And and the obviously the, the topic that we're going to be discussing today, which ties in with that experience, is a humanistic approach to 5D and Lean Six Sigma which I think everyone listening to this podcast, being management and leadership within manufacturing, will all relate to. But it would be good to kind of get that sort of insight from your experience, because being a consultant, you know, you would have been in various different sizes of companies, types of companies, cultures, you know, and you've, you've had that experience that maybe a lot of people don't, you know, in terms of, you know, whatever route, career route they, they, they progress in. Give us an insight then, Brent. What, what, what are we going to cover on this podcast? Well, actually, it was relating back to a conversation that you and I had and that we're talking about going into different organisations and different businesses. And then we're saying some businesses we go into and we're actually wowed. The people there are energetic, they're excited, and you want to be part of it. You want to bottle up. There's so much enthusiasm. And you go into the car park and people are making eye contact and saying hi. And the whole experience with that organization is fantastic. And then you go to a, a similar business, probably doing the same thing, and there's sort of like a dark cloud hanging over it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you and I were talking about that and you, you want to join the winning team. You, you want to feel good about yourself. And Carl Rogers, I was reading you know, an article by him and he was talking about the humanistic approach that every human being, it's, it's instilled in us that we want to develop, we want to learn, we want to do good. We, we, it, it's inherent in us to learn and, and be successful. Yeah. And, I really think when I go into a lot of these companies, you know, how can I bottle all this energy and enthusiasm? And it was looking at a learning culture and the Six Sigma that I really sort of found the combination of both, that if you can create an environment where people can develop and grow in a learning organisation so the business can also develop and grow, you're halfway there to, to making a really successful business because you're utilising the main thing in a business. And I think that's the people. You know, they can be your biggest asset or they can be your biggest liability. And I think you must too find the amount of people that you come across, the enthusiasm, the energy they have and how they really want to use that. 
Yeah, no, no, I completely agree with you. And I think I think the reality is, Brent, you know, you you've hit the nail on the head, you know, at the end of the day, you know, all I've been doing for the last ten years is dealing with people. You know, that's that's yeah. what I do, that's my, my career in terms of people, and that's and I a hundred percent agree with you that that's a company's biggest asset because if if you can as you say, bottle up that enthusiasm, energy, drive, and, and take that to somewhere that might be lacking that, you know, and actually if you were able to give that, you know, that, that would have such a dramatic input into that business, the performance, you know, the just the general culture within a business. Um, yeah, and I think today more than ever, you know, companies are going to come out and they're going to be in real big black holes, you know, through yeah. the virus. And they're not going to know where to go. Their market place has changed. Yeah. The, 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 the consumers changed it the way they're looking at it. How they distribute their product may change. Everything may change. And how do people and businesses adapt? A lot of businesses are going to have to refinance, restructure, look at their key core SKUs and see if they're relevant today. And so there's going to be massive amount of changes going on within businesses and where do they go for help? What do they do? Because it's going to be a lot of pressure on CEOs and managing directors to make the right decisions. And I don't really think, and I don't know how they're going to be informed of what to do, because I don't think any of us really know what the future holds. Certainly not. And I think, you know, the reality is coming out the back of that as well. You know, it's, there's no point, I would say, you know, looking at quick fixes, you know, as well, you know. No. Uh, yeah. You know, so so give us your insight into that then. So the reality is, you know, a company who is looking to improve their, their processes to make it more efficient, coming out of the back of everything that's grown, you know, how would you see that journey for a tip? Uh, I, I, think, I think one of the, the, the things that I've always been fascinated by is Six Sigma, because Six Sigma, for me, it defies, it measures and it analyzes. So I go into a lot of businesses and they're dealing with last month's P&L, and they're reacting to it. They're not living in real time. And Six Sigma, for me, if you yeah. make it work for your business, I don't say we use Six Sigma in its most purest form, but Six Sigma can work for your business because in a lot of cases, you know, well, most cases, you know your business better than anyone else. And make demands on Six Sigma to give you the, the information you want. So you have real time information to be able to react to, to what's going on uh, in a business in real time rather than waiting to the end of the month, probably a couple of weeks on if you're lucky and then making decisions. And it's making it difficult for a business. So six sigma was, I think is fantastic. But within that, you know, with our managerial styles, People are your biggest problem. How do you get these changes in companies? Because people are a little bit worried. They have power bases. You know, we really don't really want to think it. They're a little bit worried about change, insecure. And so you've got all these feelings going on. And, and that's where I found the whole learning philosophy that how do we bring people along and the humanistic approach that that people really, truly do want to make the change and how can we make it in an environment that's friendly to them and that change and bring in Six Sigma so you can actually have a business model in the confines that you can measure and judge how you're doing it in real time. 
without giving too much of your trade secrets away, Brent. Give us a bit of an insight into how you would go about that. I think the whole thing is it's about communication and it doesn't have, you know, I don't say a no-cost solution, but small baby steps. I think, you know, companies shouldn't look at it as this massive leap, but they can do loads of things. There's so many tools within Six Sigma and in the fifth discipline that you can slowly approach change in a gradual way and empower the workforce Get the people working for the organisations. It's not, you know, it is a very hard thing for people to commit to things, to give their own ideas, because then it's becoming very personal. And once it becomes personal, you know, people take a different approach to it. So involving people, I think you're going to get a lot more out of the individual in that format. Okay. And you're touching on fifth discipline there. What do you mean by that? The fifth discipline, I mean, is about systems thinking. That is the fifth discipline, is that the individual in growing, developing as an individual in a group environment. So, therefore, the business evolves and develops. We know if we went to hospital, if we were flatlining, we'd be dead. Yeah. The same in a business. If business is not evolving and developing and growing, it's going to die. And how does a business grow and develop? It grows through the people within it, and it's giving them that format to develop and grow and, and take the business forward. And so many times businesses don't you know, realise the great assets they have in people and the ideas that there are in the people in the organisation. Yeah, and coming back to within, you know, the topic of what we're discussing is a humanistic approach. To this, you know, so what what do you see as being a humanistic approach to introducing this? Or I, th- I think that the the, the 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 way that I understand it is that there's an an African tribe, and they when they meet someone, they see I they say instead of saying hello, they say I see you, and the other person says says I hear you, and that's to me, a really powerful statement that I see you, I appreciate who you are, I hear you, and it's reciprocal, that you hear me and you see me and you appreciate me for who I am. But answering your question, how does it work in business, this transparency, I I went, very fortunate to go to a business a couple of weeks ago and I went to the management meeting and they're talking about KPIs and how the business was performing. And there's a great emphasis on the KPIs and a lot of managers weren't succeeding. And I happened to walk down into the shop floor with one of the managers. And he was, unfortunately, not achieving his KPIs. And I engaged on the staff and said to the staff, you know, how do you find the KPIs? You know, they're difficult to achieve. And they had no idea that there were KPIs, what was going on. And what I did is I introduced storyboards or whiteboards telling the the staff what was happening, transparency, honesty. And they therefore had um, had the the ability to contribute to what was going on. And hundreds of ideas came off the shop floor to improve, and we achieved and exceeded what was expected of the business. So it's involving the people creating an atmosphere where people don't feel threatened. You get away from this blame culture, you know, 
and, and get people engaged. There's no right or wrong answer. You appreciate the person for what they are. And, and, and you know, I, I would take it that, you know, not all the time, but some of the time there's going to be quite a bit of a culture shift and change within people as you go through that sort of transition or process or whatever else, you know, is, you know, and we come back to the quick fixes, you know, typically what would you say is a reasonable sort of timescale if you're going to a business and, and, and implement? I think this doesn't change, you know, this is not just a destination or a journey. This is a cultural change. It will never, ever stop. If you've got people evolving and developing and learning and bringing the organisation forward, it'll keep on going. It will change. And you see that in a lot of companies. A lot of companies have very short lifespans because uh, we, I mean, I know you've seen the flight of the geese yeah. where you have one out the front leading and everyone else. And if that has a lifespan, you know, that, that geese has to fall back and it's going to get tired. So it's how does the next one go forward? So with a learning philosophy, it is, you know, everyone involved in developing and growing the business, not just one person. And if you can harness that, the, the business is going to be so much stronger than just one individual out in the front because they're going to run out of ideas. They're going to run out of energy. And just imagine, you know, having a, a lot of people behind you, you know, encouraging you and coming up with new ideas. And, and your experience once it does come all, the, all together and when you've when you brought it all together in terms of the people, the process, the uh, methodology, everything, you know, what's this? <laughs> The business goes from strength to strength and there becomes more of a personal approach to it that, you know, like we were talking about before going into a business where people care, they feel valued. They go home and talk to, to their partner about, you know, the great things that happen and they're very proud of who they work for. They're not going home and looking for a job. The retention of staff, there's so many benefits through a learning organisation where people are learning, evolving and developing. HR departments are not looking at recruiting more people, sorry, that affects you a little bit, but, but they're looking at training programmes and development programmes because there is retention of staff and people are staying on and, and enjoying and everyone wants to be part of a winning team. Good, and, and just before I summarise everything up, Brent, I've got to say I was, I was worried when you say you have seen the flight of the geese and I'm thinking, aye, aye, I'm, 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 I've read a book or something, I'm thinking, I'm, I've never heard of that before. Anyway, but I, I think summarising everything up there, there's a man. But, but before we go, I'll just leave you with one thought. Yeah, go for it. That, that's okay. I mean, I'm an old um, New Zealander, great believer in the All Blacks. And down through hundreds of years, the All Blacks have already always been number one, number two in the world, always been one of the best rugby teams. Managers go, players go, but the All Blacks always seem to be there. And to me, it's because they're evolving, they're developing, they're changing. Each individual in that rugby team is going to be the best at what they do. And as a team, you know, they become unbeatable. The 80 minutes they may be losing, but no one in that team believes it or accept it. You know, they will go on to do it. And if you can put that energy into a company that everyone believes are the best at what they do and give 100%, I think you've got an unbeatable company. 
I think I don't need to summarise it up. I think you've done it very well. I think it's, it's painted the exact picture that I, would, uh, I wanted in terms of actually bringing it into a realistic, um, normal day activity. Um, and, 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 and for yourself, Brent, you know, if anyone's looking to kind of reach out to you to kind of maybe pick your brain or maybe engage with you in, in terms of any sort of projects that they're doing internally, how would somebody go about reaching out to you? On LinkedIn would be the, the best way to get hold of me. Okay, so that's Brent Giles, B-R-E-N-T-G-I-L-E-S. Okay, perfect. God, I'm, t- I'm getting, getting tested today. Books, films, spelling, it's all covered. <laughs> um, no, good. Thanks, Brent. Um, and I really do appreciate that insight I think that's really helpful, especially to our listeners. Uh, and if anyone wants to reach out, as Brent says, you know, you can find Brent on LinkedIn uh, to ask you any questions. Thank you. Cheers, Brent. Thanks for listening to the Prime Leadership Podcast. If you've made it this far, we take it that you enjoyed the show. In return, we'd love it if you would leave us a rating and a review on Spotify and Amazon Music. Subscribe whilst you're there and we'll catch you for the next episode.